Hola a todos. Hi everyone. Yo soy Carla Rodríguez y este es Metafit Metamind Podcast, el lugar donde normalizamos las conversaciones sobre la salud física y mental. The place where we normalize the conversations about both mental and physical health. Actually launch May 28th. Saldrá mayo 28 en Amazon, on Amazon. Y la fiesta del libro and the book launch party is actually May 29th. I don't have all the details on that yet. No tengo todos los detalles de eso, pero yo les haré saber. Y creo que el, la fiesta, I think the party, I think it's going to be invite only, but I'm not sure yet. I'll give those details probably next Sunday. Yo les daré esos de detalles uh, el domingo que sigue. So, estas semanas pasadas, these past weeks, I know I've been telling you about a Spartan race. Yo sé que la estaba haciendo de una carrera de obstáculos, pero no se van a creer lo que me pasó ayer. Y'all will not believe what happened to me yesterday. I was so frustrated, I was so irritated, estaba tan frustrada e irritada. En la mañana, in the morning yesterday, um, you know, Jose, Alex, and I left, and I had gotten an address that my coach David sent me había recibido una dirección que David me había mandado y era la correcta um, dirección it was the actual the correct address but when I clicked on it it took me somewhere and I didn't do any more research este nomás le hice click en la en la dirección que él me mandó y no no busqué más información no me aseguré que eso era bueno manejé una hora I drove one hour to find out that <laughs> I went to the wrong place. Llegué al lugar equivocado. Y no me lo podía creer. Mi mapa me llevó una hora en la dirección al otro lado de donde tenía que ir. My map took me to an hour, basically in the opposite way of where the actual Spartan race was happening. And I was just so irritated. You have no idea. No saben qué irritado porque yo estaba... Contenta de terminar la semana bien. I was so happy to end the week in a brighter note. Um, but that that was definitely different. Um, it was definitely irritating. Definitivamente, ¿verdad? Y por un ratito me culpé. For a little bit, I blamed myself and everything. But Jose was there and I knew that he wasn't going to want to drive an hour to this actual Spartan race. You know, because that would be two hour drive. Yo sé que José no iba a querer manejar hasta ya dos horas. Entonces, pues, me dijo, ya ves, es tecnología. You see, that's why you don't rely on technology so much. Y, bueno, terminamos yendo a la casa de su mamá. Ya, ya no terminé yendo porque ese era más, más distancia y todo, ¿verdad? Y estrés. That was, like, definitely gonna be more stressful and everything if I tried to hustle and rush to the actual location. So we ended up going to his mom's house and... Hung out with her for a little bit, you know. Ahí nos quedamos con ella un ratito para que Alex viera a su abuelita. So Alex can see his grandma and his uncles y sus tíos. Entonces, bueno, uh, una cosa negativa, pues la volteé y la volteamos y fuimos a ver a familia, ¿verdad? We ended up going to see family. La razón que digo que quería terminar esta semana bien, the reason that I say I wanted to end this week in a, on a positive note, 
is because I was going through this process to get into this job that I really, really wanted and I did not realize how bad I wanted it. Estaba en un proceso de eh, tratar de entrar a un, a un trabajo que no sabía y que no había reflexionado cuánto quería este trabajo o esta oportunidad. Y el martes me dijeron que no podía seguir en el proceso. On Tuesday I was told that I couldn't keep going in the process. And I really tried to convince the doctor to tell her like, hey, this is my career choice. De veras traté de convencer a esta doctora que esta era mi, mi carrera que yo había escogido, que estaba escogiendo y que ya me estaba parando de seguir adelante en mi futuro. Porque el día ya está, ella ya es doctora. You know, it was a choice for my future. She's already a doctor. And I was so, so devastated. Estaba, se me había partido el corazón y no sabía cómo reaccionar, ¿verdad? Solo lloré. I honestly just cried of the frustration. Um, and the reason was and is that she said I couldn't right now. La razón que dijo que no podía seguir ahorita es porque yo por ser honesta, me for being honest and trying to do the right thing, I said that I had tuberous sclerosis, you know, and les avisé que tenía mi enfermedad TSC, tuberous sclerosis. Y como yo tuve una convulsión hace como tres años, because I had one seizure about three years ago in my sleep, en lo que dormía, me dijo que tenía que esperarme 10 años entre convulsiones. She told me that I had to wait 10 years between seizures. So now, if I really want to do this in the future, I have to wait another 6 to 7 years, which is devastating to me, es triste para mí. El siguiente día, yo estaba tratando de ver correos electrónicos a ver si me habían mandado algo que decía que no, que eso era equivocación. I honestly... The next day and maybe the next two days, I kept looking at my email to see if I would receive an email retracting what she had said to allow me to keep moving forward on this process. But that definitely did not happen. I was just uh, dreaming and I was in denial. Maybe estaba no queriendo admitir lo que me acababa de pasar o lo que acababa de escuchar. Y estado triste. I have actually been really sad about it. Um, pero estoy tratando de ver a la nota positiva. I'm trying to see it on the positive side. That I can wait. You know, it's not like I can't ever do it. No es, por, no es como que no lo puedo hacer este trabajo, este proceso, ni, nunca más, ¿verdad? Entonces, pues, nomás tengo que ser paciente. I just have to be patient. Um, Jose actually took me to the movie theater el martes, on Tuesday. Jose me llevó al, al cine. Y fuimos a ver la película Marvel's The Endgame. We went to see Marvel's Endgame. Y él trató de hacerme sentir mejor, ¿verdad? Y es por, es, por eso se lo agradezco, ¿verdad? I really am grateful for him because he knows how much I wanted this. Él sabe cuánto yo quería esto. Y um, ayer fuimos a ver otra película con unos amigos. Yesterday we actually went to see John Wick at the movie theater as well. It was something that was already planned a few weeks ago. Algo que ya habíamos planeado las, as, algún, as, hace algunas semanas. Uh, pero, mi, mis días terminaron bien. Este, you know, my week, I guess, ended up well, and I feel better today. Uh, ahora me siento mejor y puedo hablar con ustedes y tener esta conversación sin llorar. I can actually tell you guys about this without crying and without feeling like, you know, I can't move forward. I can, and I will, and, uh, 
one day maybe I will attempt it again. Un día a lo mejor si trate otra vez de, de hacer este proceso. Pero I just have to be patient. Nomás tengo que tener paciencia. Y es el problema que conmigo yo siempre estoy de un lado para el otro. Rápido, rápido, rápido. I'm always going to everything really, really fast. So I have to slow down. Tengo que parar un poquito. El resto de este episodio es en inglés. The rest of this episode is in English. So I hope you enjoy. In high school, my self-esteem was almost non-existent. Eventually, I kept finding out that some of my friends were not really my friends, and that I was just being manipulated or just used in order for others to feel higher or better than me. I ended up becoming good friends with this boy, who then later became my boyfriend for about maybe a year and a half. Um, over time, uh, after graduation, he moved and uh, long distance became a thing, something that uh, I had to learn about, right? A new thing. But uh, before he moved, we would argue a lot. One day, I think this was after high school um, or maybe almost there, I told him that my friends wanted to take me out since I had never been out with them. And he basically told me that he prohibited me from going out to dance even though I loved to dance so much I ended up going you know with my best friends because at the time and ever he could not tell me what to do I don't know it was about maybe one or two days after that uh he decided to look through my phone and I had been texting with my friends and stuff about that and how much fun it was like I really enjoyed it you know and uh he decided to look through my phone like who does that right i had never given him a reason to doubt me or lose trust in me or anything like that and i wasn't the type to look um to other people or other boys men or talk to them i've always been shy in that aspect um if i was in a relationship anyway so then the most unexpected thing happened he started telling me that he could not believe I went against what he told me. That I was probably going out there to be a hoe. That I was probably in the corner waiting for someone to pick me up. And who knows what else he told me. I honestly don't remember. And I don't know what to tell him. I don't know what I did tell him. I don't know if I said anything. I was just shocked. I cannot believe that... The person who I thought liked me would tell me something like that. Who would try to hurt me in that way. It was just unexpected. I then went, I don't know, I went to another room, I guess. And I just sat there and I just started crying. And my mom's dog, Foxy, she's a little Pomeranian who's, now maybe she's like 14. She's an old girl. And um, she just sat there, you know, just staring at me and was watching me cry. You know, sometimes I wonder if they feel these the emotions that we humans feel. Um, doggies are so... I love them, but anyway, uh, I won't go on to that. Uh, I even asked out loud, and I think I was looking at her, if I was really such a horrible person. I think he heard me ask this because he kind of followed me to that room. And he said, yeah, you kind of are, because you went out when I told you not to. You know, this guy wasn't actually a bad person. He... But he literally started beating me up emotionally in a way that I was not expected to be treated. I didn't think he was going to be someone that would remind me of my dad in a way, which is sad to say. Because I love my dad, but you know, 
people don't realize that they're emotionally hurting somebody. Um, I composed myself uh, a few minutes later. And I went out to the living room and I told him that I just wanted to just end things. I was like, look, no, I don't, I don't appreciate that you're telling me these things that, you know, I told him just leave, just leave the house. Cause it was at my mom's, like we were at my house. And then this happened. Tears came out of his eyes and he told me that he could not believe that I was trying to do that, you know, to end this relationship that we had already had going after all the things he had done for me. After he had been there for me and among other things. And knowing me, I guess he knew how I was. The guilt began to rise within me. And after a few minutes, I said, okay, fine. Like, we don't have to break up. Bam. Was I caught in that moment of manipulation. After he moved, we would argue a lot. He would get pissed and would hang up. Then he would call me back and he would tell me sorry. And then back and forth. And it was just, it was too much. Sometimes it's kind of sad, but one time his parents asked me how I had the patience to be with him. And I said, you know, I just, I don't know, I just do, I guess. Eventually, I finally said it was over and did not ever answer again. There was always that nasty feeling of, like, did I do something wrong? Was it my fault? And you'd be surprised. I always found an answer to those questions. I always found, like, oh, I could have done this differently. But I didn't, so this happened, and I guess it is my fault. The reason I am talking about this today is that I've actually heard recent stories from friends that I know that are going through similar situations. Um, And somehow, for some reason, I don't know what it is, we women, and maybe men too, I don't know what your situation is and if you ever wanted to share with me or, you know, argue otherwise, but... We women end up going back to that person because of the guilt or the insecurity or the fact that we don't believe in ourselves that much and we think that these partners are actually right. And, you know, with that, there's also physical abuse that I've had friends who've also been been physically abused. They've been hit by their partner and, you know, they, they break up for a while and then they go back to him and I don't really understand that. I've never, luckily had never had to deal with that. You know, my mom went through the emotional abuse all my life and it was a normal thing. So whenever the boyfriend that I had did the same thing, I was surprised. But then I guess I thought it was okay because I went back with him. And I don't know what the reason is. Uh... I feel like if you're a psychologist or somebody that has insight on this, like definitely, you know, reach out to me and maybe we can have a conversation here to let others know why and what we can do about this, right? I was doing some reading and um, something that I found and according to psychology today is that emotional abuse is an attempt to control in just the same way that the physical abuse is an attempt to control another person. Obviously, the difference is that the abuser doesn't hit you physically in the emotional part, but the abuse still hurts and, you know, it affects you in the long run. Um, I also read that the perpetrator of the emotional abuse does not know that he or she is being abusive. You know, they may be aware that they feel insecure about whether or not their partner loves them 
or they feel compelled to accuse them of like cheating or blaming them for the unhappiness or even like checking the voicemails or the text messages sort of like you know my boyfriend at the time my ex did to me for some reason he was checking on my phone and you know the accusations the blame and the constant checking up are like those forms of emotional abuse um you know these people may think that what's best for for the partner or what looks right to the outside world is like i don't know this person is constantly trying to control every move you know criticizing the abused person in a way that um like basically when they don't do something their way right the abuser just decides to threaten you know and just like crosses that line and it's something that when you're the abused like you kind of believe and it just like just hits and hits and hits on your on your esteem on your confidence and you know to come back from that it it it's hard and you need somebody to help you right with with that and realizing that you are more than what you're being told some things that you know you may want to note and there's like 10 10 things that or emotional abuse according to psychology today um just remember these if you ever feel like what if it is me or not or you right one is constant criticism or attempts to manipulate and control two shaming and blaming with hostile sarcasm and outright verbal abuse so if you know he started calling me names and telling me things that i was doing you know or three the use of shaming and belittling language four verbal abuse like name calling my dad used to always you know call my mom names even me i've had the boyfriends who've called me stuff as well five withholding affection as punishment so like i wonder if that would be like hugs kisses maybe even silent treatments i think uh those are some things that i would think have to do with this uh six punishment and threats of punishment i wonder if punishment means physical as well because that can be scary seven refusal to accept her part in the dynamic his or her part eight mind games such as gaslighting when it comes to accepting personal responsibility for their own happiness nine refusing to communicate at all oh here's a silent treatment 10 isolating them from supportive friends and family so i guess restricting from going out or doing things like that um apparently the emotional abuse cycle follows the same pattern as that of physical abuse and once the victim of emotional abuse figures out what's going on and starts thinking about leaving or seriously calls the abuser on his actions the abuser will suddenly become very apologetic and romantic trying to woo her back into the fold just to make sure you know and understand i'm not an expert this is things that i've looked up online but there's always resources that you can find just like i found this information you can get you know help for yourself you know there's hotlines and things like that and you know i'll share those and stuff like that i'm not an expert remember that i'm just sharing my experience and also you know things that i've seen and my friends who have gone through these abuses and are still with these abusers and you know when you're in there you don't listen you know you you think 
it'll be okay and it'll get better. You try to fix it. You know, my friend, I won't say who she is. She, um, her partner hit her and she was, I think she was blaming herself for this for a while. They ended things and then she decided to go back with him recently and it's, it's sad and I'm worried, but I hope it's the right thing for her to do and I hope that she can fix this maybe. It's, I can't judge anybody. This is about not judging this is just me saying that I'm worried, but it's her choice, you know. We decide to go back with these people and we just sometimes have to learn for ourselves on why things are happening. And sometimes, sadly, we have to make the mistakes and, and see the mistakes before listening to anybody else's tips or advice or, you know, their want to help us to get out of that, right? I'm a state of feeling and an opinion just because you know, I can. Um, I think in the Hispanic world, because there's so much machismo, I think there's so much emotional abuse there already. I've heard so many stories as well about physical abuse and women always blame themselves for why her husband, her partner, her boyfriend decides to treat her the way he's treating her or hit her because whatever, because he's right. And, you know, we just have to make sure we're aware of these things and maybe if we see something happening eventually we can help somebody out you know um it doesn't have to just be in the hispanic community but this is just from my own experience and what i've seen and heard and people that i've met who are hispanic uh so that's just my opinion i feel like it happens so much and i see it a lot and i hear about it too, way too much Something that i want to tell you if you think you're going through this or if you have gone through this whether you're a man, whether you're a female, anybody can go through physical and emotional abuse um, or psychological abuse, however you want to call it. You are strong. You know, just remember that you're so strong. You are patient. You are smart. You are just everything opposite of what you're being told. If somebody tells you that you're crap, just answer back with something that's opposite to that say you're amazing you know say whatever you can think of that is the positive side of what you're hearing you know you can get out of it <clears throat> another thing is that you know for you men you know if you're going through this definitely like speak up you know because like i said this doesn't only happen to women but we just are probably given more of a chance to speak about it more and men you know, wanting to be quote-unquote men, you don't want to admit it, you know, and I feel like you should just speak up. It's okay. Like, I'm sure it's happening more than we realize. Uh, something that I did want y'all to know and for resources and things like that is that there is a hotline uh, that you can turn to. Um, I, I think one that I found was thehotline.org and then they have a phone number. Um, let me see it. Hold on. It's 1-800-799-7233 if you think like you're going through this, want to get out. If you know somebody that, you know, you could probably help out, you know, keep this info. Um, they also do chat online if you don't want, if you're comfortable talking to somebody and you'd rather chat, then you can do that too. So I know this, this episode is a little bit weird and, and maybe a little deep, 
I don't know. It depends on who you are. To me, it's so important because I have lived through it. I've seen my mother live through it. I've even seen my uncle live through it because for a while, um, he did have issues with alcohol. But at the same time, my aunt was actually the abuser in a way. So that was very interesting. Like I said, it happens to both men and women. So always seek out. There's always resources. I'm not an expert, but you can definitely seek out help. I can always look things up. I, I'm always open to helping everybody. That's just my way of being. Uh, so, you know, don't feel like you're alone. Find somebody. Find something. Find that resource. There's always ways. Este episodio tuvo mucho que ver con la, uh, el abuso físico, el abuso emocional, más que todo, especialmente por mi experiencia. Pero yo escribiré de esto en la página pronto. Ahorita estoy un poquito atrasada y discúlpenme, pero por fin tuve la página ya. Y ahora les alcanzaré con todo. Um, basically, anything that I said here, I'll put on the website. I've been a little behind, but I finally got the website up and I'll be working on that and writing all my blogs and everything on there that go with these episodes. Um, yeah, so I'm so excited to have that up. Thank you so much for being so patient with me as far as the website. Muchas gracias por ser paciente conmigo. Esto que ver con la de la página de web que no tenía por mucho tiempo. Thank you so much for listening up to this point. Muchas gracias por escuchar hasta este punto si decidieron escuchar el episodio en inglés. I'm so happy to be able to share the, with you guys all these stories. Estoy contenta de poder compartir todo esto con ustedes. Este, acuérdense que el libro saldrá y el día cambió el 28 de mayo. Remember that the book will actually come out since the date changed on May 28th and the party's on the 29th. Espero que ustedes también puedan y quieran compartir. I hope you, you guys also would like to and are open to sharing your stories and anything you've got. Esta es la forma de ayudarle a otros a que se mejoren, ¿verdad? Si necesitan escuchar algo. This is the way that people can listen Maybe feel better and find a way to improve their life, right? And help each other out. No se les olvide seguirme en Instagram, en Metafit Metamind Podcast y en Facebook en lo mismo. Y en la página de web en metafitmetamind.com Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Metafit Metamind Podcast. Suscríbanse en Anchor, Apple, Google o donde sea que escuchen sus podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe on Anchor, Apple, Google Castbox, wherever you listen to your podcast. También si quieren ayudarme con este podcast, you can, if you also want to help me with this podcast, you can also um, donate on Anchor. También pueden donar en Anchor y hacer una contribución pequeña de como un dólar. You can also make a small contribution of, I think, a dollar or something. It just helps me to make better content, me ayuda a hacer mejor contenido y tener más tiempo para esto. Muchas gracias por escuchar este episodio. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Yo soy Carla Rodríguez y este es Metafit Metamind Podcast, donde estamos normalizando las conversaciones que nunca hubiéramos compartido. This is where we're already normalizing the conversations that we would have never had or shared. Hasta en la otra. Until next time.